This is Books, Beats, and Beyond, where we will bring you provocative music and engaging interviews from music artists, authors, historians, and others barely acknowledged by the mainstream media. I'll be your host, Taj. Today I'm talking with Jose Moore, formerly known as Othello. He is an MC, producer, recording artist, and educator, born in Seattle, who now represents Lansing, Michigan. Jose Moore boasts a music career spanning across 20 years, multiple groups, several continents, and many releases. We'll be talking about his album entitled In the Wake of O. Jose Moore, welcome to Book Speaks and Beyond. Thank you for having me. Hey, I appreciate it. Um, Jose, why did you change your name from Othello to Jose Moore? Uh, so at that point in time in my life, uh, it must have been 2010, 2011, I was transitioning from you know music being my my full time vocation, and um, you know in the wake of that, I you know I decided to probably be a a good idea to go ahead and and um and change my name or take on a name change see like as a as a as a as a recording artist as a producer and these sorts of things where i'm where I'm relying on collaborations um to make up the bulk of my income um I found myself kind of um you know uh taking questionable gigs just you know accepting anything that had you know, a dollar sign attached to it, you know, and at the tail end of the fellow run, I looked back and it was like, you know, I, I just wasn't too proud of the direction in which um, artistically, uh, musically, um, you know, and um, business-wise, you know, it, it was going. So um, I had I recently had children and um, decided I wasn't going to be touring anymore as, as heavily. Okay. So I figured it was a good time to go ahead and change the name, start clean, and and uh, kind of do some intentional branding as well. Othello's kind of the thing. If you Google search Othello, you're going to come up with 
all kinds of Shakespeare. You know, you yeah. can't win against Shakespeare. You <laughs> no, know what I mean? So, that's correct. You yeah. know, and then if you type in Othello Hip Hop, you get just various renditions of the, you know, the Othello play done to hip hop. Oh, right. <laughs> you know, so Jose Moore was, was the name I came up with. It was essentially, I'm the only one out there. Um, the more carries over from the Othello concept and, um, Jose was just a word that <laughs> kind of rolled off the tongue smooth. And I was like, bet I'm going to go by Jose Moore then. Okay. Yeah. So, that, that's dope. Yeah, man. And so now if you, if you Google search Jose Moore, it, it's, it goes straight to me. Clean. Like yeah. Shakespeare, which <laughs> you can't win them. You can't beat them, bro. You're right. When I, when I was doing a little research, <laughs> when I put in Othello, they had like this, um, prison that was doing a rendition of Othello like a hip-hop rendition to it I'm like no nah, this ain't him <laughs> you know what I'm yeah this ain't yeah him. story of story <laughs> of my my previous life <laughs> but yeah you know it was just more or less and, and even for my family family aspect of it all you know like uh my wife used to tour heavily with me and when we uh made that transition it was like let's start let's start clean let's make sure that you know, my, my craft and my passion music doesn't become like a negative thing in my household. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, I'm starting to, you know, working full time and working with, with the youth and working in my community, mm-hmm. you know, under the moniker of Jose Morris kind of enabled me, uh, allowed me to, you know, rebrand intentionally and create space for um, for the, the arts and my, uh, and my participation in them to... Uh, be with a, with a with a clear conscience, you know what I mean? Yeah. So talk so. about that. So you're an yeah. educator. In what way? Mm. So I uh, work during the day as a behavior treatment specialist okay. um, at a school for court ordered youth mm-hmm. in Lansing, Michigan. And um, so essentially, my day to day is to um, work with kids who are who are struggling in in the classroom and, and help provide. Um, you know, reiterating of pro-social life skills, or pro-social um, behavior, behavioral skills. You know, so um, that's one way in which um, I kind of operate in the in, in the uh, educational arena. What is, um, what and then in hip hop, what does that mean? Court oh. ordered, court ordered youth. What what do you what are you saying? So, so adjudicated youth. Essentially, these are all kids who have committed some sort of crime. Um, whether it be truancy, we have we have kids from truant um, cases all the way up to you know aggravated assault mm. um, and, and domestic violence, et cetera, et cetera, drug abuse. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, when they are no longer afforded the uh, the luxury of going to a to a local school, you know, they have the option to come here. So it's essentially a kid's last chance to get through high school yeah. and um and be on with their lives and develop some skills while they're there. So in that in that building we have the courts, which uh you know, the JCOs, juvenile court officers, every mm-hmm. kid is assigned to a court mm-hmm. officer. We have the um the Lansing Public Schools and then I work for Highfields, which is a non profit organization, um, that, that provides treatment in that building, you mm-hmm. know. So um, how, how another way in which oh go ahead. No, no, go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say another way in which another academic aspect of of my uh, of my life is with the hip hop academy that I run. Oh yeah, um, above all, as the above, executive director. All above creative, isn't that what? It is? uh, all of the above. I'm sorry, all yeah, the above. Yeah, all right. mm-hmm. No, you're so right. Um, and so that in that in that space, we're you know we're preserving the culture, teaching the culture, um, providing kids opportunities to um, 
dig into the craft of their choice under the hip hop umbrella, you know, from b-boying, graffiti art, DJing, MCing, beat making, you know, um, design, etc. So we, so we, um, so we teach at that capacity as well. So do those do those two, um, your job and your uh, organization do the do they mix? Do the students that are in the uh, at your school also attend the um, uh, organization you created? Yeah, some of them do. Um, so a few years ago, we were kind of relying more more codependent on other organizations to uh, to kind of handle the administrative side of all of the above. And as of uh, October 2017, we became a nonprofit organization. So right. we kind of scaled back on programming a little bit just to focus on the administrative side of things. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the, the the relationship between AOTA and uh, you know my current place of employment. Uh, Highfield and, and Ingham Academy. It's it's pretty it's pretty fluid, you know. Uh, as is, you know, the kids that uh, they they host the demographic and the population we most we're, we're most eager to serve. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it just kind of it works out really well. So what changes have you seen in the kids um, because of your organization? You know, you you see you see kids just start to develop a you know a sense of of. Uh, Understanding themselves a bit deeper, um, confidence levels, you know, um, uh, work ethic, you know, and just a, a healthier understanding of um, hip hop's place in society and hip hop's place in anybody's personal life. You know, we we go into it telling kids that, you know, um, not everybody's going to be a recording artist, not everybody's going to go on national tours, not everybody's going to put out records that people like and 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 support. But everybody can participate in the culture, you know. Um, but our philosophy is that first, you got to know something about the culture. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we take them, we take them on this journey of understanding the, you know, the uh, the history and the, um, you know, uh, you know the folks who came before us and laid the foundation, you know, and giving them some some sort of context to help them understand hip hop's potential in society, you know. So obviously we reiterate pro social life skills, you know, mm-hmm. um, and giving them a platform to express themselves, you know. So we're having constant we're constantly having critical conversation in these classes and these spaces with the kids, um, addressing, you know, poverty, violence, misogyny, you know, um and the various other aspects that, that kinda like plague our our communities and mm-hmm. uh as spokespersons, as spokespeople for our communities through hip hop culture, you know what I'm saying? We, we reiterate the power of that, yeah. um, of that, uh, opportunity to share and, and then spread light and do it artistically with our kids. So it's just really eye opening. We see a lot of kids kind of come into it with one idea of how it all works. You know what I'm saying? They want to, yeah. they want to get in the booth and pop, pop, Cavassier, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and have yeah. females and, you know, at the studios, like, nah, this is work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're coming in here to work. <laughs> you know, so once they get to the point where they have something to record, you know, we give them that very real, you know, um, experience, um, holistic experience as to how this thing goes down, how you can love the culture, how you can appreciate, respect it, mm-hmm. and utilize it as a platform to help build your shape, your, uh, your worldview in a way that is. That is healthy. You feel me? So yeah, so that that probably was an eye opener because that's how I was going to ask you. You know what they see on TV, and then once you mm-hmm. come in there and you really educate them about the culture, it was probably like a, a one eighty, right? 
Yeah, you know, some kids, and, and you know, we, we don't come at it from an aspect of this is real, this is right. real, this is real, gotcha. yeah. you know, because I know hip-hop is, is it's broad, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but what we do challenge the kids in is as if, you know, if this is true and this is true, what do you do with that? You know, kind of, mm-hmm. so, so if you hate this aspect of your community, right, and you see hip-hop as a, as a vehicle to kind of perpetuate some of these thinking errors, you know, um, what do you do? Now, you've noticed the problem. You recognize, you've, you've, you've uh, identified the issue. You know, um, you see hip-hop's role. Now, you've got to determine what kind of person you want to be. Who do you want to be? What kind of artist do you want to be? You know, what are your values? So that's part of the, the self-discovery we have, like, um, built into our, our curriculum is that, like, you take you on a journey of understanding the flow, understanding what the art form is, you know, looking back to see who helped establish it, finding your own voice, you know, and, yeah. and spending some time in that and then giving you opportunity to share with your community. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of a journey and it's and it's and it's cool to see, you know, what comes out. Some kids, you know, <laughs> end up believing in, you know, what we would consider this golden era of hip hop. Some <laughs> kids just kinda of like change their content yeah. and keep 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 on the trap tip in terms of style mm-hmm. and, and just, uh, and like they're a little bit more mindful though. Every mm-hmm. kid that comes through is a little more mindful of what they're doing and have a better understanding uh, for hip hop's capacity, you know? So that's dope. Yeah. Have they, have they yeah. heard, have they heard the new Jose Moore album in the wake of O? None of them. None <laughs> of them yet. <laughs> have, have they, have they seen you perform? Um, a couple kids have, okay. a couple kids have, um, you know, we do beat battles regularly here in uh, in Lansing, and you know, sometimes we get kids from from the from at least Ingham Academy where I'm working, who uh, have expressed an interest in getting a part, becoming a part of AOTA, come out and check it out, and they're just more more eager to become a part, you know. Um, but yeah, you know, as I was working on the album, a lot of times I'd be driving and I'd play some songs for some of the kids. So I don't think any okay. of the kids have heard stuff in its entirety. Yeah. Um, and this is, I'm talking about the kids at Ingham Academy because a lot of those kids are kids that will end up at, uh, the hip hop academy. We just kind of got to work through, you know, uh, <laughs> them being a little bit more consistent at school yeah. to be able to afford them, the, you know, the opportunity to come and kick it with us afterwards. Oh, but nonetheless, yeah, yeah, the kids are, you know, that rap for them you know, when they want to rhyme. So it's a respect thing. You know, they understand. They're like, you know, <laughs> the old guy in the room who can, who can out-rap them. You know what I'm saying? So it's a, <laughs> it's, it's good, man. It's a good relationship. It's a good, it's a good common denominator between me and the kids I work with. I wish I, I wish I had that growing up. That would have been dope, man, you know. Right. I mean, <laughs> really, yeah. I meant to, yeah. to see the elders flow and, and then to learn from the elders about the history, uh, that, that would have been dope growing up. Absolutely, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you find this, and it's weird because, you know, I feel like there's this disconnect. Hip-hop has always been about this youthful energy, and it still is yeah. in, in a lot in a lot of ways, you know. But I think somewhere um, in the process of celebrating its youth, we've, we've, we haven't really developed a way to honor its, um, right. you know, its, it's architects yeah. properly. You right. feel me? And so you see that, and I don't know if that is a reflection of uh, how our community has been broken down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, we all, we all know a lot of these issues kind of start at home, right? Mm-hmm. So if, um, if the family, if the family situation is continually being broken down and you start to lose respect for, you're losing respect for the elders, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In general, I mean, it translates to hip hop in a very real way too. 
yeah, you know, um, to where these young kids are kind of coming in and they're just doing, they're just doing them. They're surviving mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, forget it. I ain't not even tripping about what none of these old dudes are talking about. I'm going <laughs> to get mine. That's right. And almost to an extreme disrespectful, you know, uh, extent. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think I was watching a interview with Uzi Vert. And he was just going, I mean, he was just <laughs> talking about he wasn't going to rap on no primo beat. Oh, wow. His fan base Ooh. don't want none of that. He's yeah. a rock star. And, it, you know, and, and I think that is the voice of this, of, um, I would say this whole new generation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and there's, and there's some validity to that. If you've lost respect for the elders, you haven't had elders in your corner you could Absolutely. really respect. Yeah. You kind of come into even hip hop is a reflection of that, what most say, you know, um, you want to know where hip hop's going, you gotta see where the people's going. Yeah. And that is I mean that that statement still rings true with yeah. that, you know what I mean? So Yeah, and, and, and yeah. I commend some of the elders. They try to pull in some of the new the new artists, you know, try to collaborate to show that, hey, this is it's still the same thing, it's just a different time. I know Primo tries to do yeah. that. He said he never wants to get old, so he's always pulling from, you know, what's current, you know, and and, and trying yeah. to keep keep everything alive, you know. Um because it's important we do that. Yeah. 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 Well, I do commend you for this. So let, let's get into the album in the wake of okay. O. Explain yeah. explain the title. What's that all about? So the wake kind of exists in three parts, right? You have waking up, mm-hmm. you know, you have, you have the wake, your death, you mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. at your wake. Mm-hmm. You also have the wake, the trail you leave behind, mm-hmm. right? As you move forward, your what you leave in your wake. And so this album is kind of like a, you know, expression of past, present, and future. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, the, the, uh, understanding, the shedding of old things, you know, the incorporation of old things, the, the you know, um, and for me, the, the whole Othello to Oze transition, I kind of like the first song or the first track kind of talks about that a little bit, my journey yeah. from Othello to Oze. So as you, you know, unpack the album a little bit, you hear some of that language kind of just woven in, you know, those concepts and themes woven in throughout the, throughout the tracks. Yeah. Um, but really, man, it's kind of a, you know, an album about self-discovery. You know, it was a, it was a, I don't want to say a safe album. I really wasn't trying to reinvent no kind of wheel on this album. Mm-hmm. I was trying to play to my strengths. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I know what my voice works well over. I know what like makes what in, inspires me to write, and I, I like a lot of music. You know, I think it's I think um, a lot of times artists, well, you know, they, they press themselves. And myself, you stretch yourself. You're trying to find what to do for you. Um, what can you go next? How do I reinvent my career? How do I reinvent myself? And this album was just kind of me looking back and being like, man, you know what I'm really feeling all right now? <laughs> it's this. I want. I want. I want to do this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I kept it. It's very. It's very vibey. You know, the it album, is. It's um, really good. Yeah. And, it's cons- and the idea was to make them consistent, yeah. you know what I'm saying? As I'm tackling these topics, I wanted to feel right from top to bottom, yeah. you know? So um, I, feel like, I, feel like we, I feel like we hit it, and I'm excited I, to share it with the people, man. Yeah, like there's one song on there called Good, and um, yeah. it seems um, you talk about learning to appreciate the little things, like... What, yeah, what are you yeah, doing yeah. to appreciate the little things? Yeah, yeah. Welcome. It's in the wake up. Oh, the wake up show. Oh, yeah, it's in the wake up. Oh, yeah, yeah. All in all, I'm 
appreciate the little bit, leave alone the extra. Believe in hope and being open wide enough to better. Alleviating pressure from the better to be best. Redefining good, good God, I'm feeling blessed. I got a million stories, all true. Ain't none of them stressed. These actors talk elastic, it's a fact I haven't yet. Collection plates and passes, hand observe on how we spit. It's the flock getting fat, a pockets getting thick. I feel the quality of life ain't even tired of what you get. So I'm vibing on my gift like I only got minutes left. Tick, tick, indicative to the limit, though time is infinite. Ours is limited, I ain't buying, just paying rent. Owning the moment, spit my only bone of picks with stress. So I reflect and write identity, compress and get my hair right. Uh, Cause right now, uh, I'm feeling good, and it's been a while. All in all, pretentious to, to some folks you know, like i got in i got into like brewing coffee okay career, you know <laughs> so and so so it's funny grinding your so, own beans and stuff yeah grinding beans the crib man when invested in like a serious grinder so <laughs> i do the pour over time temperature extraction and okay <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm i got thermometers i got scales you about to open o bucks um, no 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 <laughs> no bucks my answer my answer and you know, my brother in law Serene Poems, he actually he actually like uh he he roasts his own coffee beans, so oh, okay. you know, I'm gonna have to talk to him about <laughs> about about working on an O Bucks on an O Bucks <laughs> yeah. bean. Right. Got, like, shows. Serene like, beans. Come up with a special yeah. blend. Yeah, Serene beans. <laughs> oh, he's your he's your brother in law, huh? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. You didn't know? No. Yeah, man. No. Serene Poems and my brother-in-law. Okay. That's dope. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. But, um, you know, so, like, these little things like this, man, like, my job, like, working in, in direct care with the youth, man, is so... It, it can, it's so, it's, it's taxing, man. You spend yeah. your whole day trying to listen emphatically, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so you are, you are, you're putting yourself in their shoes all day, man. It's just draining. Yeah, man. You know, so self care became a high priority. And so I started like taking all little, little rituals, bro, like, you know, brewing coffee, <laughs> you know, um, slowing down a lot, you know, mm. thinking about what I'm thinking about a lot more, you know what I'm saying? Hitting the steam room at the gym. Sitting there and quiet, yeah, you know, taking care of yourself, absolutely, and, yeah, yeah, man. And so, um, yeah, these little things, and then transitioning to like, you know, working full time nine to five and having the ability to spend more time with my kids and being at home a whole lot more. It's funny because in the arts and in the entertainment world, it's like these things don't necessarily get championed. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? These things yeah. don't get like they don't get celebrated um, to the extent in which they probably should be because. It's just so healthy, man. You look at everything in, in the world and you realize that a lot of these issues, a lot of the stuff that we're dealing with stems from the home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, man, if you have a home, it is your responsibility to make sure it's healthy. Right. <laughs> you feel me? And, and, and so, and, and the yeah. song, in that song, you talked about being married for a decade and, and yeah. you've been in music for about two decades. Congratulations. Yeah. Like, what is this? Yeah, right. What is the secret to to hit those marriage milestones and and keep it going like that? Um, you know, man, um, it's funny because we, we just we just finished up a couple of tour dates with the homies. Beautiful eulogy. Um, we're in Pittsburgh. They left this morning, and we're going to be heading out in a little bit. But um, you know, Braille and I used to be in a group with Omega Watts called Lightheaded back mm-hmm. in early two thousands. And he's one of the members now of Beautiful Eulogy. And I remember he had an album called Life First. And it kind of came the mantra of our crew. It's like, you know, we just put life first regardless. Like, mm-hmm. if somebody couldn't make the show, man, no no hesitation. We cancel. You know what I'm saying? Especially with some, some life stuff. It's like, ah, life first, man. Sorry, we can't be here. Yeah. Somebody couldn't go on the road. Cool. Hey, life first. We can't do it. And so it's kind of become a thing, you know. Um, and in my case, I think about life. I think about my relationship with God. That's that's life. My relationship with my family, that's life. You know what I'm saying? Um, obviously, self-care, that's life. So these things take precedence. And when I am faced with, you know, the opportunity to choose either or, I always choose life. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. so, so the um, the ability or the opportunity to advance my music career it's way low on the totem pole. You know what I mean? Like, because I understand what comes with that. You know, with mm-hmm. that comes with excessive traveling. With that comes with, you know, looking thirsty online, you know, really <laughs> trying to promote your stuff like crazy yeah. all the time. Oh, Every yeah. opportunity you're with somebody who you think, you know, you, you post some pictures, you, you know, doing updates, you doing videos, you know. And there's one thing to be responsible to your fan base. Mm-hmm. I get that. That's cool. Um, but, um, and not to boohoo on that, because I do a, a little bit of that as well. But Absolutely. it's one of those things where it becomes your, it can consume your everything. It can. And at that point in time, life is not first. It yeah. The, you know, the appearance of popularity or the appearance of, of uh, moving forward and success. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, really, for me, it's you know, just trying to be honest with myself, look, look, look deep, and figure out what's really motivated me here. Yeah. And if it's not. You know, advancing my family, being there for my children, you know, doing right in the eyes of God and um, and doing right for my community. 
You know what I'm saying? Then I think my, my priorities might be a little mixed up in my own personal convictions. Yeah, me. that's cool. So, like, if you ever had to cancel yeah. a concert, your friends would be like, oh, okay, life first. They just they, they know that, right? <laughs> you got well, them saying you know, that, right? Try, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not just saying that. You know, if it if it's something like that, um, you know, they got now. I do. I go through like uh, I go through great extents to make sure that <laughs> things are clear yeah, to be able to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And I think being able because you put so much work into making sure. So the way life works, life first is played out in my own personal life is making sure my wife is confident that their priority she's a priority she's first priority right. my family's first priority so it never comes into question mm-hmm. if i have an event it never becomes like a sore subject if i'm right. doing something because she sees me grinding for the family all the time right. she sees me waking up early in the morning and going to work and dealing with really difficult situations and coming home and still having the capacity to deal with my children how, and deal how with her the kids? And love her. uh nine and five. Oh yeah yeah you know that's yeah mm-hmm. you know, time. whole yeah. time you know mm-hmm. <laughs> So, um, so, so in building that trust with her, you know, I, I don't have to right. cancel concerts, right. but if something were to come up, you know, Hey, folks should understand, right? you know, so that's yeah, good, man. man. I mean, that's, that's good yeah. advice. That's a good advice for, you know, MCs that are trying to attain their music dreams and, and they want to keep a relationship. Um, cause yeah. you know, when you watch shows, it's always music first, um, Sorry, I gotta leave you. I gotta do what I gotta do. You know, when when, you know, in the end, if you watch a lot of those stories, a lot of them are depressed and all that because, mm-hmm. like you said, they the career just became priority when career really doesn't love you. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. The industry don't love you. The, mm-hmm. the the music doesn't love you back right. as much as you love it. You know what I'm saying? It is. It is. It is an inanimate object. It is a powerful tool, exactly. but it's not going to love you the way it might comfort you. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> but even even that, it's not really. It's not loving you the way that you know. Sometimes you know, um, okay. folks will pursue. Like I say, you know, on the first on the first song on the album, it says um, most of my role models are bad examples. Dedicated so much to their crafts that their families were left in shambles. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's that's real to me. Like, and I, as the more documentaries I watch, I'm like, you know what? This guy was a great artist. Mm, he didn't really navigate that whole family situation too hot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. or, you know, and he was a great artist, but he was also, you know, self-destructive. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, so what does this say? What so does anyway, it say, man. What does it say? Yeah. Because um. I talk to a lot of artists, and a lot of them are independent, and it seems like the ones that are independent, you know, they have a, a job on, on the side, full-time job, whatever, yeah. and they still yeah. do the music. They seem to be a lot happier than the ones that seem like they are trying to strive for that label, and that's all there is. I don't know if that's just in my mind or... I think you're, you think you're, I think you're right. I think you're right. In my own personal life, I've found more joy. Now, no, I'm not trying to, like, there's an excitement. Like, right now, like, we're on a couple day tour with these guys. That was a great, that was a great, like, break up from the norm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But everything comes with a price. You know what I'm saying? Everything comes with a price. And we, and that's something we emphasize in, uh, at the Hip Hop Academy, too. Is like, everything, everything, every decision, every situation you're in, whatever season of life you're in, you gotta understand, what you choose to do in light of that has a price. There's a cause and effect. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you intend to hold on to a relationship, a key relationship, you need to be available to be in a relationship. Right. You need to be available to, to, to work that relationship and build and nurture that relationship. You know what I'm saying? And I've heard 
obviously throughout the years, you know, music first, so I got to do what I got to do. And in fact, when I first got married, that was kind of my idea mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife was like, pump the brakes. I didn't get married you. I didn't get married to you for you to be on the road all the time. Right. This is not how it's going to, I'll let you know right now, mm-hmm. if you do that, we're not going to work out. <laughs> yeah. You know, and she was, and she was honest enough to tell me the real. Right. Like, it's not that I don't love you. It's right. that I married you to be married to you. Right. So what you going to do with that? And at that point, I could go, oh, you got to understand, you married me for my, like, no, no, the music is, see, and that's where it gets mixed up. It's like, when you are, when who you are is wrapped up in what you do, mm-hmm. like, if who you are, if the if your identity is, is, is what you do, then you got to do some serious soul searching. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I would argue that what you do is not who you are. Right. You know what I'm saying? I say what you do is what you do. Right. But there's various different things you could do. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. And reinvent yourself. Um, on uh, Living the Dream, LTD featuring three poems on the album. Actually, there's a clip from an NPR podcast called Hidden Brain, mm-hmm. uh, where the where the host is talking about the you know we we don't give ourselves enough credit for our ability to reinvent ourselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so we put all our we invest so much energy and time into becoming this thing that we're excited about or this thing that we're really passionate about. And so much of who we are gets wrapped up into this deep, this thing we're doing that when when life no longer is conducive to that thing that we love to do, you know, we deal with identity crisis. You know right. what I'm saying? Is that I, the I song? To, that's the song LTD? Yeah. Aha, uh-huh, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, that is a dope song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, produced by Freddie Jarrah Kim, M.O. Fam. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. yeah man. Yeah, um, yeah it's, a lot of that. It's, I'm packing lights, man, on this yeah. album, bro. So. Yeah, and that song is dope, though. I do like that song, LTD. In life, reality is seldom what it seems. One might say you're living the dream. If I'm living the dream, somebody wake me up before they wrote the credits because I'm trying to see my name on the screen. I was only living, trying to go the distance. The sum of my life is everything in between. The main things trying to maintain Working 9 to 5 thinking about that main stage Warehouse recycling rhymes cause the brain stays Focused on the points of time where music was the main pain Now you dealing with disappointment It cuts so deep it ain't healing up with no ointment Coworkers discover you rhyme and act surprised when they find you a sign And say okay where can I cop your joints at? Now you the coolest in the break room And folks wanna hear your story now like it's some great tone But every time you tell it, it hurts Cause the homies are out on tour while you clocking in here at work Remember been them days like they wasn't just a phase Forgetting you've achieved everything you chase The fact of the matter is that everything will change And when it does, you better take it by the reins And ride it like when you get where you going Ain't no use in looking for it Cause yesterday don't exist and no guarantee in tomorrow You living on time bar when it's time to give it back Better hand it in with interest like a payment on that car no fact, the struggle is real But sometimes you got to take a step aside so perspective is clear We wrestle with fear of losing ourselves But if illusions where you grow, then you improving yourself In life, reality is seldom what it seems One might say you're living the dream If I'm living the dream, somebody wake me up before they wrote the credits Cause I'm trying to see my name on the screen I was only living, trying to go the distance The sum of my life is everything in between The day I was born and the day I returned So God bless the names of everything
all about quitting more than a couple times now focus on my nine to five and put the mic down hype down my creative side say the logic we can buy the books any college say hold the knowledge when i read them nah, most definitely not i ain't trying to take away from the time that i don't got i'm a husband and a pop with the yard at my spot so i shovel and mold the ball when it's cold or hot the job i got treat as well my fam has benefits we covered four visions two fakes and sickness what a gift I thank God for this Daily grind that funds birthdays and Christmas I ain't rich but these dollars made Make sense saved To buy souvenirs when we use vacation days Grateful for the simple things Give praise for the big I've learned to appreciate this life for what it is In life, reality is seldom what it seems One might say you're living the dream If I'm living the dream Somebody wake me up before they vote the credits Cause I'm trying to see my name on the screen I was only living Trying to go the distance The sum of my life is everything in between Is it difficult mentally, you know, for some to like work a regular job and pursue music, especially when you see your friends out there on tour and enjoying themselves? Mm. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think you just like. <laughs> I think that question is 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 in, in a direct statement to a to a to a line on that song. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> watching your homies out on tour. You know, what I'm saying while you clocking in. Yeah, man. You know what I'm yeah, you you feel some kind of way about that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. then you got to address that. Like, like, why am I tripping about that? Why mm-hmm. am I coveting somebody else's season of life? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um learning to appreciate the little bit and leave alone the extra, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, is it like, look, this is where I'm at in life. And I need to either, I need to either keep on living, um, you know, in light of what could be and all these hypotheticals or yeah. live right now yeah. and, and really embrace where you're at right now. And right. what I found is when you do that, it creates space mm-hmm. for you to enjoy. At some point in time, it will create space for you to enjoy the things you enjoy free of charge, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like with a clear conscience, man. Right. And there was a point in time in my life where when I was doing music full time and it was terrible. Like it was it was it was the hustle was so unhealthy, mm-hmm. man, and I had a family and we were struggling yeah. and I'm just 
waking up every morning. And it was weird, like, because ironically enough, I had, I was doing a whole lot of work on MySpace. Like, I was booking tours on MySpace, mm-hmm. booking collaborations MySpace. on MySpace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2008, 2007, yeah. 2006 up to 2008, right? Mm-hmm. And so me and my family moved back to Portland, Oregon, and I'm still utilizing this this this, this means of generating you know, business and income. Mm-hmm. And man, it was like that thing just crashed overnight. Oh, man. Like yeah. I was oh, getting yeah, no right. calls, mm. no collabs. Money was funny around the world. Nobody was, you know, yeah. nobody was looking for, uh, you know, to, to collaborate with old fellow. Dang. You know so what I'm saying? If it was, it was, Oh bro, I got a job and I was, and I was confused. Mm-hmm. I was confused. Cause I, meanwhile, I had a wife and a baby yeah. and money was funny. You know what I'm right. saying? Real funny. Yeah, this is coming off of an extreme high of like the uh, the Warp Tour, oh, right? So yeah. I did the Warp Tour that that whole summer. It was great. You're rubbing shoulders with celebrities, man. You're rocking shows every night. And you're you're killing it. You're feeling like you're on top of the world, right? Mm-hmm. And then you come home, you save up all this money, and you just watch the bank account like yeah. dwindle. Right. And you're watching. You were getting nervous, and there's no opportunities, and mm-hmm. we just moved across country, and it's it's stressful, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, you start looking at like music as being these extreme highs and extreme lows, and it's kind of like up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah. Um, in my case, um, and to, to pursue stability and to pursue having the quality of life, I, I desire for me and my family. I had to look. We I had to look at some things. And, so so that's when you got into the education. Right. That's when you got into education. Yeah, that's when that's when it was presented to me. Um, mm-hmm. We had moved out to Portland, and also I was getting calls to fly back to Detroit okay. to do some work with a trumpet player I met in Michigan um, in the Detroit public schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, people were like, why are you going back to Detroit? Like, I got work there. I was like, nobody has work in Detroit. <laughs> well, I do. Yeah. You know, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm coming back, and I'm doing this. You know? mm-hmm. um, and that kind of opened my eyes to, you know, um, hip-hop's, potential in academic spaces mm-hmm. you feel me? so yeah. um and that and doing that for a few years kind of you know spurred the idea of uh starting the hip-hop academy because wow. uh, i was living in lansing when i when i after a year in portland and during that year flying back to detroit regularly my family and i decided to move back to michigan mm-hmm. where we had a solid support and um but I was still, you know, um, nurturing that those relationships in Detroit while I was living in Lansing, which is about an hour away, hour yeah. and a half away. Well, everything so happens for a reason, man. Instead of commuting man. like that, yeah, man. I, you know, ended up just, uh, yeah, starting the starting the academy in Lansing yeah. instead of having to commute like that. So, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, you're right. You're right, though. So, so now that you you have the full time job and you're an mm-hmm. MC, you said something hilarious in that song, LTD. And uh-huh. you know, I used to MC, not not, not like you, but MC and you know, there's that duality. You have your work self, and then you have your your mm-hmm. personal self. And you talked about yeah. when some of your uh, uh, peers at work found out you emceed. Man, that yeah. I, I would hate that feeling. Like, <laughs> how, how did you yeah. deal with that? Oh, that's the worst. Oh man, yeah. It says now you the coolest in the break room. <laughs> Folks want to hear your story now, like it's some great tone, <laughs> right? You know. um, and then, yeah, directly following, talking about <laughs> watching your boys be on tour and kind of being <laughs> yeah. disgruntled. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, man, you just, again, it's humbling, but it offers a it offers a true perspective 
on what this is really like. Mm-hmm. Talent doesn't equate to for, fortune and fame. Mm-hmm. It doesn't equate to success. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the best MCs I've met in my whole life have been homeless dudes. Mm-hmm. In New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, you just come up to you and rap better than people that you know. know have record deals. <laughs> right. like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, um, I guess, I guess, um, being able to paint that picture or, or, or you know, um, um, ha- share that narrative with people mm-hmm. is is great. Cause folks are asking, "Why aren't you on tour, man? Why aren't you famous? Why aren't you doing it? like you know? Yeah. Like I'm not a. That's not even my. That's not even my mo. What it mm-hmm. takes to be famous is a lot. You got to yeah. determine whether or not you're willing to give that because mm-hmm. you're going to give a lot, and you got to determine if that's if it's worth it to you. Yeah. So anyway, man, like it's all perspective. It's all everything is perspective. Did everybody, okay. anyone ever this have album, any problem with your lyrics? You know, at work, like, hey, why'd you say this or or anything like that, you know, because you're really putting your 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 heart and soul into your music. I mean, yeah. at, at work, you know, you it, when it comes to politics and everything, you kind of kind of hold back a little bit in a sense. But knowing that they yeah, see you your know, heart on 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 tracks like that, how does that? Yeah, yeah, you know, you can't. I always I tell people this too: is like you can't please everybody. That's just mm-hmm. fact. You know, right. what I'm saying it's never you'll never be able to please everybody. But for those who you do please, make sure you please them well. Mm-hmm. You know, so you find you find your niche, you roll with it, make the best music possible. You know, and try to stretch out a little bit. And those who rock with you will rock with you. Those who don't, won't. Right. You know, I feel people who, if they've heard my music, and they don't agree with what I'm saying, we don't talk about my music. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, <true>. uh, <laughs> and every now and again, someone might come into question. You know, my you know my faith and this mm-hmm. that, and that. You know, mm-hmm. and you try to you try to answer responsibly. Mm-hmm. You know, and and uh, professionally and 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 uh, also with a grain of you know humility yeah. and understanding. You know, saying that you know we're not all going to agree, man, and mm-hmm. that's okay. That mm-hmm. that is actually perfect that we don't all agree. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was always top, big global, lack local, and these vocals travel the globe daily, and it's crazy. Cause lately I've barely been in the place that helped raise me In this world that can feel so massive We learn to be connected while living nomadic And now I fully understand Life doesn't have to feel static And my roots are deep in the soil That helped grow me up beautifully And that's why I stay plugged in And I always contribute to my community Plant seeds at home while I cross-pollinate I know I'll be back home soon Hopefully you'll be in town to be able to see some of y'all go blow It ain't where you from, it's where you're at And I ain't talking about a place on the map Wherever you are, whoever you are Cause what you about is why you at where you at See you get over your work Yeah, 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 Understand me when I say I'm too big for my town, it's not a bad thing. No ego, see, for me, I got a thing for traveling. But as long as I'm stretching out of the net, and I don't mind if I'm living in land, sin. catching feelings of claustrophobia, kicking at them city limits, wondering how they holding up. Cause every time I get to leave for a second, when I return, I'm feeling good, like I just needed perspective. The grass is greener where you water it. Uh, mess around, have a manicured lawn and some gardening. The other side's different once you walk on it. Noticing the weeds and the flaws in it. Understand, time is the cause of it. 
Cause everything decays over time Entropy Used to keep it fresh by hitting the road consistently Now I invest is local But front me a ticket G I'll be back in a week to pound the pavement That's a given It ain't where you from It's where you at And I ain't talking about a place on the map Wherever you are Whoever you are Cause what you about Is why you at where you at So you can open your work In the beat, I'm Pete rocking it like Jay gave these youngers the rock, they keep dropping it. I hit the road where these shows is packed in. Keep their heads to the sky with my sounds of blackness, it's rapture. The skill improve with each visit. My family back at home always asking who's missing. Complaining that the flow is too distant. I gotta serve the block so lyrically. My food for thought is five loaves and two fishes. Huh, <laughs> a freedom father, feed the multitude. I love my people trying to feed them with these multis too. So here's my overview. Where ancestors looking over you, you probably leave the city trying to fit the shoes of Moses too. I'm not a local dude, but home is where the heart's from I keep it on my sleeve while I dab to stardom huh? The city raised me, beginners of an honest man Who's on his way to Jericho to see the promised land It ain't where you from, it's where you at And I ain't talking about a place on the map Wherever you are, whoever you are Cause what you about is why you at where you at See so you get over your world It ain't where you from, it's where you at And I ain't talking about a place on the map Wherever you are, whoever you are Cause what you about is why you at where you at See so you get over your world So we just played the song, Where You At, 
Now, this is crazy. I've interviewed both yeah. James Garden and Joshua Smith. Okay. And I just want to understand, how did you guys meet? So when I moved to Lansing, Michigan in 2006, um, just got involved in the local scene. James Garden was a young, aspiring MC. Um, I was an established MC already moving from, from um, the Northwest. And so I was coming and rocking shows and getting involved. And he was in the crowd. And then eventually he was at the open mics. And then, you know, fast forward, headlining shows now. You know nice. what I'm saying? So we kind of, <clears throat> we just grew. He's like my little brother, you know. Okay. Um, yeah. Little, he's not so little though. He's taller than me. <laughs> right. And he ain't never a couple of years younger than me, but he's always going to be my little bro. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, Joshua Smith was actually working at the radio station on MSU campus when I got here. So he was showing up, he was coming out and, um, you know, recording shows and, um, having us on the air. And then a couple of years after that, I realized he rhymed, not only rhymed, but rhymed really well. Yeah. It was crazy. And I was like, oh, this guy was like a radio host and, He's killing them out here, you know. <laughs> so, um, we we all became really good friends, uh, a good like a really healthy part of our community. In fact, they are also part of all of the above. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and all of the above creatives. So we're this big network of artists um, in Michigan who wow. roll together, and they're a part of that. You know, so it's Serene that's as well. Dope, man. He's also also one of the founders oh, yeah. of the So. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, you guys are all some dope MCs just doing this. That's good. We need more of this in the community, man. Definitely do. Right on, brother. Yeah. Right on. You had a great line on there. You said, the grass is greener where you water it. Ooh, break that down. Oh, man. that's Again, that's, that's that perspective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything is perspective, man. And if you can wrap your head around truths, whether they be hard to hard to accept, um, but they still remain true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Once you choose to adopt them and, and accept them and embrace them and then apply them um, to your own perspective, you know what I'm saying? It's it, it's healthy. It's yeah. quality of life is so much better. You know, and so, you know, you always hear the grass is always green on the other side. Right. You know, and I think in a, in a previous album on the Required Chase of me and DJ Vajra, mm-hmm. um, I talk about that, you know, mm-hmm. and it was in a relationship aspect, like the grass is always green on the other side. But if you cross that bridge and tear it down, like you never plan returning, pretty soon you'll wonder why. Cause mm-hmm. just like yours, this lawn is turning brown. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and it's so, so thinking through like, hey, that grass may be greener, but once you get over there, it's just grass. That's right. And it needs to be nourished. Mm-hmm. It needs to be watered. It needs all of that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if you don't determine, if you don't decide right now, the grass that you're in, if it's if it's meeting if it needs a med and if you if the quality of life, if the simple things are there and, and there and the healthy things, if the core things are there in your life that are allowing you the space to to live and have the quality of life you want, then look at the grass and figure out how you can nurture that and then and then work it in the community, you know, um and making that making that jump to be more community minded, mm-hmm. um, that statement is there too. It mm-hmm. rings true with that too. Yeah. <laughs> Just wanting to nurture where we're at, you know. Yeah, because you had a line in there, and I think I think those kind of tie together. You said, "Every time I get to leave for a second, when I return, I'm feeling good, like I need a perspective." And that's true, because I think sometimes yeah. we need to get away to see what we lost, or you know, to turn around and look back and introspectively and like okay that wasn't bad over there you know or just getting out of where you've been so long and visiting another place um kind of puts things in perspective as well right absolutely man i mean yeah yeah man for me and and i think 
this album really talks about like this. It's just self-discovery, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's for me. It's the narrative of figuring myself out, and hopefully it resonates with other folks. Little pieces of truths there that they can apply to their own lives. But for me, I realized that like. Um, and I knew this about myself back touring that like I always was excited to go on tour, but I was like also excited to come home. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I wanted the flexibility, but I also wanted the freedom. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I wanted the flexibility. I also wanted the structure. My fault. Yeah. I misspoke myself, but yeah. you know, it's like I wanted these two things, and so I start to understand life is more about this balance than an either or. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you don't just you know, turn it on and go and never have to do anything. You know what I'm saying? It's like you turn it on, you go, you shift, you slow down, you speed up, you yeah. turn. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of balancing that goes into getting where you want to go and enjoying and, and having the quality of life you want to have and yeah. living up to your convictions. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I found out that if I if I keep music and the arts as a positive thing in my household – and I know that I know that I'm, I'm good at it. You know, I have my place in it. Um, but I also handle business and take care of things. And, but I also like to travel. But I also like to be home because I gotta be. It's like if you create a scenario in which you can kind of have your cake and eat it too yeah. in increments. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a it's a good one at least for my situation. Yeah, so that's, that, that's yeah. kind of been the goal. Yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, when we travel back to an attempt to fix that mistake, guess we'll see. Hindsight's 2020 in history. Repeats itself. Repeats itself like 2020. Hard to say hello again and kiss the cheek. Knowing you'll be stabbed in the back once you get up the street. Got a better idea of what's been happening now. Educated white singing applied to the black and brown. But these corporations ain't backing down Prison reform will hurt the pockets of these niggas Profit and corrupt politics Cops and prosecutors act them foul Long sentences for short stories Collecting data for their prison projects off a child It's becoming difficult for folks to stomach and denial Wow And that ambition is still clear Ain't unclenched my fist in the last 10 years And mutter rap on these I squeeze heat in these bars Like a bourbon-based thermostat Word surge and tunnel rattle Wow Gov like show me them papers, boy I doubt they see the symmetry With immigrant and slavery Systems keep benefiting Off our sweat And getting drunk off the power Like, are we having fun yet? Conjure up a concept Put on a young homie, yep Teach him about the kingdom And the math of Imhotep Wow the illest orador to enter corridors with a metaphor And when Bay don't know how to play his part He gon' see what it means to be brought low He gon' see what it means to be brought low He gon' see what it means to be brought low Let's do it
alive Yeah, yeah, yeah Like say Wow And when man don't know how to play his part He gon' see what it means to be brought low He gon' see what it means to be brought low He gon' see what it means to be brought low Wow, we just played this song called Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um what do you want us to gain from this song? <laughs> you know, Wow was was um you know, it was propaganda. We were just and I was just looking at just you know, Trump just was elected. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got we got cops killing brothers out here. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a lot to take in, there's a lot of stuff going on. And it's like, wow, man. Wow. I, I don't know what else to say, but wow. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you said back, it's like when you're, when you, you know, arch your back, you put your head on your head, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> you're looking at the TV, you're like, wow. Is this for real? Yeah. And I'm doing that. I'm doing that so often. It feels like, you know, mm-hmm. um, prop talks about the pipeline mm. and, and, you know, uh, okay. Yeah, colonization, et cetera. And you're just like, man, this is so, these issues are so deep. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you are. You're just, you're just uh, bewildered by it all. Yeah. But yeah, man, just, just perspective on the song. Um, Daniel still produced it, and it was it was hot. And I was like, oh, man, I got to touch this one. And reached out to Propaganda. I was right. like, let's, let's, let's tackle this idea here. He nailed it. And I felt like it was a great, great addition to the project, you know, kind yeah. of changing up the tempo and the flow for a minute. Yeah. And, uh, I like and, how you kind of went into light on social issues. I like how yeah. you kind of talked about the uh, prison industrial complex a little bit, a little bit. You know, yeah. When, yeah. It, when, it, when, when it comes to your perspective, do you think that the system is broken or is it working exactly the way it's intended to work? I think it's working exactly the way they intended to work. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. as in the powers that be, you know, yeah. so I think it's very broken. I think I think humanity's broken. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're just broken. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um and so the the prison industrial con you know, plex is is and you look at it, it's like, oh, obviously privatized prisons, you know, how do you keep how do you? How is it that you know you watch Thirteenth Amendment copy? Obviously, yeah, I'm sure right. you have. Mm-hmm. But you know, how do you how do you keep this business moving? I you know, know. what I'm saying what's the most vulnerable population? You trace back, you mm-hmm. know, um, people of color, specifically blacks. And yeah. Either either a you accept the idea that like black folks are genetically predisposed to being uh, uh, you know aggressive mm-hmm. and dangerous right. and you know, ignorant and all these, all these things that yeah. folks like to typecast or like, you know, believe about a group of people mm-hmm. or there's been systems set in place to kind of perpetuate right. these sort of things in our communities and these sort of behaviors. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you rob somebody or withhold resources from people or from folks or anybody, anyone from mm-hmm. animals too, like right. if you withhold resources. They're going to lash back and there's going to be, you're going to develop some, some behavioral patterns. Right. Um, cause that's, that's a trauma. You know it what I'm is. saying? It's a serious trauma. And so we have a community that has undergone so much trauma over hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they have never really truly been dealt with and right. have been masked by, you know, people's like 
pseudo attempts or like, you know, um, society pseudo attempts to try to offer um, a level playing field. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, we still haven't addressed these issues. And a matter of fact, there's there's systems in play that just kind of perpetuate low key these ideas that, you know, keep places or institutions like privatized prisons um, flourishing that way, really capitalizing and exploiting the conditions of our community. So anyway, yes. Yes. It's a mouthful, but you know, to that a little bit. It's just crazy. (laughs) It's just crazy when you learn about just how slick they are in perpetuating slavery. (laughs) Oh, man. Just to be like, wow, Wow. this is, it, it almost feels surreal that you're living in the time where it's still around, right? Like, right. it brings you back, like, yeah, if I was back in the day, how would I be looking at slavery? No, there is slavery right now, and look how I'm looking at it. It's just crazy. Like, I really have a problem, like, when I'm driving down the road and I see prison at work cutting the grass mm-hmm. or something. I'm like, God, that's mm-hmm. that's slavery at work, you know? Right. It just hits right. No. It's crazy, right? It is it's insane, man. But it, it's just, you know, it is the, um, it is the... It is the wake of a broken society. It is the condition. It is the manifestation of broken, of just brokenness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's, it's wild, though. It's wild. Yeah. You had a crazy line in there. You're like, if a man don't play his part, he's going to see what it means to be brought low. Yeah. Whoa. Elaborate <laughs> on that. Elaborate on that. All right. Right. So um, that wasn't a Trump diss, like – explicitly but i guess it applies you know what i'm saying i feel like i feel it's true for all men you know what i'm saying like if you don't assume the role you're supposed to be you know the role that is that is presented you or the role that you have accepted but haven't really like understood the job description you know if you don't learn (laughs) what's required of you Mm -hmm. in the position that you're in in life Mm -hmm. you're gonna you're gonna really understand what it means to be brought low you'll understand humility at some point or another, you yeah. know, you look and it, and, it, and, it, and that truth echoes throughout humanity over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it rains on the just and the unjust, unjust alike. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody has bad days. You know what right. I'm saying? But when you are, if you, if your priorities are right and you've been working hard and you're trying, you know what I'm saying? It, um, and, and for me, you know, my, my, I, I, uh, my faith is in God mm-hmm. and I look at situations and things that happen to me a little bit different. You know, um, sometimes they're tests, sometimes they're trials, sometimes, but it's always an opportunity for me to really, really apply what I truly believe. You know what I'm saying? So, but when you do not have, when you haven't developed some sort of inner strength or, you know, strength elsewhere, um, and you're, and you're faced with these, you know, with the turmoil and when you're really at the bottom, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You understand that. You understand what it means to be brought low because now you are forced to look at right. what you truly believe and then, and therefore apply yeah. that thing to your current scenario. Yeah. I you know, wonder. If you believe in God, you get deep. If you, if you, if you've been codependent on some sort of vice, you become more codependent, right. you know, yeah. um, drugs, alcohol, whatever it is. Yeah. And, and then you kind of like to spiral from there. Right. You know I, mean? I wonder what orange 45 low is. I mean, that's really low. Like what, <laughs> what does that look yeah. like? Like, where are you? <laughs> like what degree of the, you know, deep are you? I mean, that <laughs> that's far. Yeah, man. man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's, he's, he don't even, 
I think he, obviously, you know, the sociopath now. Oh, God, his, yeah. His, his yeah. psychological, you know, condition is, <laughs> I, I don't even know what the psych eval was on him <laughs> or if they've done one that is, that's been, like, accurate. But, <laughs> you know, this guy, anyway, no. Nah, yeah, I understand. You don't need to go there. It's insane. Yeah, it's insane. We'll leave Orange 45 alone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go a little bit outside the music, and you already talked about what you kind of do outside of music to mm-hmm. relax. You make coffee and, and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you another question. So it's called yeah. book, it's called Books, Beats, and Beyond, and we're always asking people, what are they reading right now, books, articles, yeah. so forth, or what books had a big impact on, on your life? Oh, man. Um, okay, so uh, right now – I guess Outliers that oh, had, that had a significant impact. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, as things I've read recent, um, Making Ideas Happen, Making really, ideas really happen. good one. Okay, Making Ideas Happen, and I can't even. I I, I start digging into these books and I just like crack them open and start going, and then <laughs> I get halfway through and I'm like, man, this is good. Who wrote this again? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm sorry if I can't recall. No, nah, that's good. This book. What but about it, Outliers? But it's great. Outliers is a good Outliers, book. Yeah. Man, Outliers was just, I think it was such such a healthy, and I was writing, I was reading this as I was writing mm. some of the material on this album. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just a healthy, a healthy um, explanation as to how things truly work out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, unpacking how does somebody like Bill Gates become Bill Gates? Right. Truly, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and digging a little bit deeper in yeah. terms of like, what opportunities was this person afforded that other people weren't afforded? Right. What was the right time and place that he was in to set him up to afford those things? You start looking at these different aspects of our lives and you realize there's not a lot that somebody can do to say, well, I'm self-made. So like, right. you, are, you are a byproduct of very specific circumstances, scenarios, cultural legacies, yeah. you know what I'm saying, teachings, exactly. philosophies, families, you know, you are a byproduct of those things, you know, right. so it helps you to kind of be a little more sober minded about mm-hmm. um, your place and your role in society. And, and to the point, you know, I think Bill Gates understands that. Otherwise, he wouldn't be, you know, as yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You <laughs> said it. I didn't want to say it. I always always bust that word up. <laughs> right. But he wouldn't be as giving as he is. You know right. what I mean? If he didn't fully understand, you know, um how fortunate he was. Now right. he worked hard, yes. don't get me wrong. But he also knows that man, we gotta provide opportunity. Absolutely. That's what it is. Yes. We need to utilize our resources to provide more opportunities for people to pursue and become their best. I think so anyway, you, I, I that yeah. No, no, I think you wrote that down perfectly because um, people wouldn't say I pull myself up my bo- by my bootstraps. That's not true. We're here to help each right. other. There's no way you haven't come in contact with someone that helped you to get where you are. And right. for you, for a person to understand that will only help you, then help the next man. So yeah, that's a great right. breakdown. So so yeah, it's real, man. It's real. So what three albums and or songs had the biggest influence in shaping who you are today? Oh, okay. Uh, I think about this often. Okay. The albums and or songs. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> just okay, three. So, yeah, just three. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, um, I think, 
Well, that's crazy because there are certain albums that just come right to mind. I don't think anybody's really asked me that before. <laughs> but I would think, I would think, uh, the first Outcast album. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one had a big influence. I was in sixth grade when that came out mm-hmm. and I was, I subscribed to Columbia House. <laughs> you know I got the tape in the mail. Yeah, I remember that. You know, saying, get, 100, get 100 CDs for what, like a dollar? Yeah, for like a penny. <laughs> and then, yeah, something crazy like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that album had a huge impact on my life. Uh, uh, shoot, let's look at uh, song-wise. Um, song for you, Johnny Hathaway. Oh yeah, I think it's so sober. Mm-hmm. It's such a sober song. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been so many places in my life and time. Mm-hmm. I wrote a lot of songs, had some bad rhymes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Acted out my life on stages with three thousand people watching. Mm-hmm. We're alone now, and I'm singing this song to you. I mean, I think it just kind of like shows the you know, um, the, the, the polarization of this, this life under, you know, in the limelight and this life like at home. Mm-hmm. And that's, and, and, and as an artist, for me, trying to balance that has been, I mean, the album talks about it, you know. So anyway, that song has had a huge impact on me. Um, thing three, that's a tough one, man, because like, there's a lot of albums I really like, but, uh, I'm trying to think of ones that just resonate. Oh, man, uh, Going Midnight Marauders tribe, wow, yeah, huge impact, yeah, yeah, huge, huge, huge impact on me. I love that album. Um, yeah, man. Uh, shoot, even uh, De La Soul's Dead. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a good one too. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It was so quirky and it was so it was threaded together. I just, I mean, it was just in balloon mind state. Dang it, that's three. Look at this. Look at this. No, no one can ever more. do. No one can ever just do three. <laughs> you can't just do three. My bad, man. Let's go with let's go with Southern Playlistics, you know. Um, let's go with let's go with um Midnight Marauders mm-hmm. and let's go with um let's go with uh these songs for you live, Donnie Hathaway. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now Outcast, yeah. now you were you're a West Coast dude, but Outcast got you, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah that, man, yeah. it was the it was the funk, bro. Like it was the the groove in the, in the south, man. Like so, I grew up in a house where my dad was a oh, he, right. um, he he were I, I grew up in a household where music was just like not a peripheral thing at all. Mm-hmm. It was like it was central all the nice. time. You know, yeah. he was a choreographer for the Paramount Theater, and so he was helping put together or making people's shows look good oh, okay. when they came into town. So Ben Vereen comes into town, he's helping with the with the show and the set getting the dancers together, getting everything together, choreographing the show. You know, so I would go to these rehearsals and just, I was always around live musicians, always around bands, oh, nice. you know, always around records, always around funk, always around soul music. And so you being on stage wasn't, wasn't, wasn't that big of a jump? No, I mean, it was obviously a learning curve, but, yeah. it, but it became very, I became very comfortable there very fast. Mm-hmm. And um, so, uh, you know, when that album came out, you know, and it was, and the bass lines were so groovy, you know what I'm saying? I was like, ooh, man, this is just, yeah. it just resonated, you yeah. know, with me, you know what I'm saying? And um, obviously, Big Boy and Andre, you know, killing these tracks. They were like the southern version of Hyro. Yeah. I was a Hyro fan. So yeah. I, a lot of stuff that I'm influenced by, but, you know, mm-hmm. um, these albums were like kind of quintessential. I'm glad you said the first you one because a lot of people say AT Aliens. 
and I'm, I'm thinking great about, album too. Yeah, that was. But that first one was dope, man. That one. Was so yeah, dope. without sort of playlistic yeah. Cadillac, you know, without, without that, I wouldn't even been checking for ATL. <laughs> right. So, yeah. so I would. I even though I would say ATL is probably a, a better album, it didn't have as much of an impact on me as Southern Playlistic. Right. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. So, what do you want people to mainly take away from the album in the wake of O? Man, it's a it's a grown up album. It's a it's a it's a album that is um, is a depiction of a man trying to navigate, you know, these uh, how to wear these different hats in life mm-hmm. and wear them well. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, trying to trying to be honest, trying to be transparent, um, and 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 trying to make something that that feels good, man. I I hope that it resonates with people who are uh, maybe in similar situations or have thought about, you know, thought through their life a little bit um, in terms of how to navigate transition, yeah. you know, um, and from season to season. And that's really what this what this whole thing is about, man. Trying to offer perspective and language to the various different transitions and seasons you, you experience in life. Man. Yeah. So, yeah, it's introspective, and let's hope people get, get with it, vibe with it. Yeah, you know definitely vibe yeah. with it, and I definitely think people will, too. I, I really appreciate you giving the insight and your wisdom of, you know, being in the career so long and trying to balance personal with, with business and you, yeah. that you can have both. So definitely appreciate that yeah, with this album. I I appreciate you too, Taj, brother. Thank you for for having me on the show, man. Thanks. If you want to purchase any of the music, I've included links in the show notes. Or you could just go to booksbeatsandbeyond.com. And, you know, what's cool is by clicking on the links, you support the guests, the music artists, and uh, we get a small commission, which is no extra cost to you, which we would then put toward the operations of this show. Um, And also, please click on the iTunes link to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And if you do this stuff already, I just want to say thank you so much for your support. Remember, let's read, listen, explore. Explore.